안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning, my dear brothers and sisters, clergies and ambassadors for peace. 안녕하십니까? I came to the New York Hotel from Belvedere Training Center. Today is the first day, first day sharing the, you know, God's morning devotion from New York Hotel. I need to adjust very well, but I can feel that many brothers and sisters are helping me to settle down here. I really appreciate all of you. And also, you know, our uh, North America, our brothers and sisters really always uh, putting Jungsung and pray for me. That's why I have always strength and energy and power to give every morning devotion. Yesterday, I talked about the, the 38th parallel hovering on the pivotal path between life and death. Today, I'd like to speak with you the same title as yesterday and part two, two. So this content comes from Mother's Memoir, Mother of Peace. I'd like to invite our beautiful Heavenly Honey to read Mother's Word. It was the autumn of 1948, and we left our home in the middle of the night. My mother carrying me on her back, and my grandmother carrying a couple of bundles. It is quite a distance from Anjou to the 38th parallel, 200 kilometers, 125 miles as the crow flies. We had to walk for days and days to cover the di that distance. And we took every step on that journey with anxiety, fearing for our lives. At night, we slept in empty houses. And when the morning dew fell, we would start again. Our shoes were flimsy and the roads were rough. And so our feet ached from the very start. What was the hardest to endure was the hunger. We would knock on the doors of shabby cottages and give them something from our bundles in exchange for food, which was usually a cup of boiled barley and rice. Undergoing such hardships, we walked and walked endlessly southward. The communists had plowed the fields and broken up the soldier, shoulders of roads to make such a journey even more difficult. Our feet sank into mud as we walked through the fields and we shivered all over with cold. Still, we continued on, looking only at the starlight. North Korean People's Army soldiers were blocking the 38th parallel and they easily captured my mother, grandmother, and me. They locked us up in a shed together with other frightened people who had the same intention as we did. The soldiers were rough with the men, but they did not treat women and children harshly. One day, one of the, the adults asked me to take food to the soldiers standing watch. Though my heart trembled inside, 
I forced a smile and handed the food to the soldiers. After I had done so several times, the soldiers' hearts softened, and one night they set my family free. They instructed us to return to our hometown, and we walked out of their sight in that direction. And then, as we stood at the crossroads between life and death, night fell, and we waited and heaven sent a young man to guide us on the path of life. Under the cover of darkness, we followed him across the 38th parallel. As we crossed, I was so happy that I said to mother, we don't have to sing songs praising Kim Il-sung anymore, do we? I will sing a song from the Southern part of Korea. This too was God's intervention, for on the South Korean side, soldiers also were keeping a strict watch. I sang a few lines of the song with a joyous heart. At that moment, we heard a rustling in the bushes in front of us. We were surprised and stood frozen in place, fearful that we would be captured by North Korean soldiers once again. Soldiers emerged from the bushes, South Koreans. At the sight of them, we almost wilted in relief. Those South Korean soldiers told us that they had heard us as we approached and had been about to fire upon us. When they heard the voice of a child singing, they had lowered their weapons. They welcomed us and comforted us. One soldier said, it must have been difficult for you to make it all the way here with this beautiful young child. This isn't much, but please take it. We were so grateful to this soldier whom God moved to give us money, enough to get us to Seoul. Looking back, if I had not sung at that moment, those young soldiers probably would have mistaken us for North Korean soldiers and shot us dead. In this way, once again, God protected us. We arrived safely in South Korea after undergoing hardships such as these. Yet, in making that journey, we parted from my grandfather, whom we never saw again. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. Wow, we learn many things here. For those who risk their lives for God's will, God will help and protect them in any situation. That's why Bible say, and also our true father often mentioned, those who want to die, live. Those who want to live, die. If I want to die for the sake of God's will, heaven is always responsible for me. But if I want to live just for my own self, then I have to be responsible for myself. That's why Father saying, what's the best way? You need to live for the sake of others. Then, 
automatically you can be protected by heavenly parents. This is the secret way, but you just live for your own sake. Just only think about your own benefit. Finally, you will lose, you will decline. That's why we need to apply universal principle all the time in our life of faith. We always think others. If you want to die someone, you can live. If you want to survive and live just for your own sake, you will die. Therefore, those who live for the, for the will of God or for others will never perish. Even if you live for others, God does not exist if you perish. This is, the, this is a fact guaranteed by heaven. That's why, you know, anyone living for the sake of others, anyone follow God's will absolutely, they can feel that. They, they, they really can feel that the fact guaranteed by heaven. Surely God protect us. The fact that the soldiers in the South even gave money to True Mother's party as they uh, evacu uh, evacuated and went down to the South was such a war of heaven. It is something True Mother's party will never forget for a South Korean soldier to help them. Think about it. At the time, Korea's economic situation was the most difficult time. And it is something they will never, ever forget that an ordinary soldier helped from Mother's Party. It is really incredible. Of course, God helped, uh, because God guided, guided him to help from Mother's Party. As I found up from Mother's work today, I was moved so much by the heart of an ordinary soldier. This soldier treated true mother and her group and her companions as if they were his own family. What this soldier has done is very little, but what this man has done will be remembered forever before heaven. The Bible also expresses well what kind of person will go to heaven. I love this Bible verse. This one relates to just now one of the soldiers' story who helped our true mother and her companion. Matthew chapter 10, verse 40 to 42. Who will be rewarded in heaven? Jesus said, Anyone who welcomes you, welcome me. Anyone who welcomes me, welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet, as a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. Anyone, and whoever welcomes a righteous person, as a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones who is my disciple, truly I tell you that person will certainly not lose their reward. Wow. My dear brothers and sisters, who will be rewarded in heaven? Here mentioned, you know, uh, 
the chapter 10, Matthew chapter 10 and the verse 40. Anyone who welcomes you, welcomes me. So anyone come to me and then I treat them, they are Jesus' disciples. They are true parent children. They are God's sons and daughters. Wow, this kind of the attitude. Anyone treat them, does not matter you are beggar, does not matter you are white guy or black guy or yellow guy, does not matter any kind of the, a person you, but welcome them as God's sons and daughters. Wow. This is really Jesus' beautiful guidance. And also here say, 41, verse 41, whoever, whoever welcomes a prophet as a prophet will uh, receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person as a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. What kind of the reward do you want to receive? Anyone come to your home. When you welcome anyone to your home, how do you treat as a prophet or you know, as, a, as a righteous person or as a, as, a, as a someone? I learn from here. I don't want to treat anyone. Anyone come to my home, not just only as a prophet, not just as a righteous person. I want to treat them. You are God's son or God's daughter. Do you want to receive the you know, professor reward? Or do you want to receive righteous reward? Or do you want to receive you know, God's sons and daughters reward? Which one is better? That's why whenever you see any stranger, your neighbor, do not treat them just a neighbor or a stranger. You need to treat them equally. They are my family member. They are God's sons and daughters. How beautiful it is. If you do like that, you will be rewarded in heaven. Also here, 42. And if anyone gives even a, a cup of cold water to one these little ones so who is my disciple, truly, I tell you that person will certainly not lose their reward. This woman. And someone, you know, Jesus' disciple came to his home. Her home. However, nothing to give. Because very, very poor. She doesn't have anything. And she just crying and crying and crying. And went to the, her, her kitchen and with a, with a very much, you know, sorry heart and mind. And then, you know, put, you know, putting the uh, cold, uh, one, one glass of the cold water with a really sorry mind. And then put her heart and love and serving that person, even just a cup of the cold water to one of these little ones. Jesus said, 
I truly, truly, I tell you. Does not matter how much amount. Does not matter how much really expensive watch. Truly, I tell you that person will certainly not lose their reward. Important thing is our attitude of heart, not how much amount. You know, centering on heart does not matter. Small or big, large or small, does not matter. Important thing with your almost sincerity, with your almost heart, and then offer something for the sake of others. Jesus said that kind of person will be rewarded in heaven. And then another Bible verse here. Matthew chapter 25, verse 34 to 40. Who will be the inheritor in heaven? Very, very nice word. And then Jesus said, then the king will say to those who own his right, come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was so thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes, you clothed me. I was sick and you, uh, you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, and invite you in or needing clothes and close you? When did we you seek or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, truly, truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Oh, really, really incredible guidance. What lesson do we learn from the example of the one soldier today who helped her mother and her party or from the Bible? To say it is a for God means to do it for my brothers and sisters. When brothers and sisters are thirsty, we think that heaven is thirsty. When brothers and sisters are hungry, we think that heaven is hungry. When brothers and sisters are naked and we think that heaven is naked, easy to do. Therefore, we should accept the circumstances and reality of our brothers and sisters around us as the circumstances and reality of heaven. If we do, then we can become heirs of heaven, inheritors of heaven. Beautiful, 
and heavenly parents and true parents gave us really important responsibility to to do heavenly tribal messiahship in our heavenly tribal messiah area also true mother gave us a beautiful chance to serve people through the online holy community that's why when i treat each one of the member of the online holy community or our brothers and sisters in my htm area we need to treat them you are so precious heavenly sons and daughters that's why when you look at them they are they are really dusty and need to give water if they are sick and you need to look after them if some of the other members of the, your or, or your or your heavenly travel area because of some reason in prison and you need to visit them you know and then father said jesus said when you did something for your brothers and sisters in such way you are the one who will be the inheritor in heaven wow my dear brothers and sisters who is around you they are your neighbor they are got your sons and daughters please serve to the nearest person who's your neighbor in front of a husband your wife is your neighbor in front of parents your children are your neighbor if you're working at the office you need to love the closest person who walk together with you you need to make this kind of situation when you go to htm area you need to do same way when you go to korea when you go to japan when you go to africa you need to use the same kind of way then he is saying you will be the inheritor in heaven how beautiful that's why this is simple and then you know, one of the ordinary soldier how he did for trumada and trumada's party this is a really really unforgettable memory never forget it that's why our job in our life of faith how can i make it as an unforgettable memory through the serving doesn't matter how much amount important things your attitude your heart how can i treat my own family members our own neighbors our own colleagues anyone whom i meet very very important kingdom of heaven begins from there just pray and meditating heavenly god heavenly god i want to focus on salvation 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 with respect to fire where do you start you need to love someone who really close to you in office your colleagues treat them you know do not treat them as a servant 
Do not treat them, you are my Abel. Do not treat them, you are my Cain. Do not treat them, you are my employee or employer. Treat them as God's sons and daughters. Wow, I really love Jesus' word. This is the reason I, why I love the Bible. Why I love true parents. Today's father's word, God is more miserable than I. I'd like to invite the heavenly honey to read again. I cannot forget the heartbreaking circumstances of God who has called me. I cannot forget God's words where he commanded me saying, my son, Reverend Moon, even if no one else knows me, only you should know me and you never forget me under any circumstances. You have thought as you please about going this path. You have lived with the authority to criticize me as you please. Have you lived with the right to criticize the leaders? However, I have lived without the right and without the intelligence to criticize. Through this time, I can sense once again that the more I feel I am in a pitiful position, the more I recognize that God is in a more pitiful and miserable situation than I. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. Father said, when he met God, he said, I cannot forget the heartbreaking circumstances of God who has called me. This became the motivation to start on the way of God's will. It is also the reason I could never tired, no matter how difficult it became. Since a true father experienced God, God is sorrowful God. Since he recognized God's reality, God's circumstances, God's situation, he said, this is the motivation to start on the way of God's will. This is the reason I could never tire when I think about our Heavenly Father's miserable situation, difficult situation. How can I don't care? This is the reason he cannot get any tiredness. Wow. His motivation, our motivation is different. Outside the minister, outside religious leaders, their motivation, how can I get happiness? I don't care about, you know, Jesus' circumstances and situation difficulties. I don't care. How can I get happiness through the positive mindset, through positive thinking? How can my life become more relaxed and released from the stress? Every, all ministry focus on very much humanistic, you know, concern, humanistic situation, they never ever concern God's reality, God's situation. 
When you focus on your own situation, how can I get happiness? How can I release my from hardship and suffering? How to release my stress? If you focus on centering on your own happiness, I am telling you, you are nothing to do with God. And then on the way, give up. On the way, you get so much stress. Why father cannot be tired? His motivation come from God. He knows the reality of God. Father said, I cannot forget God's word where he commanded me saying, my son, Reverend Moon, even if no one else knows me, only you should know me. And you never forget me under any circumstances. My son, Reverend Moon, you are the Messiah. You are the one who really consoled me and comforted me. You are the one who knows my situation, all my secrets. That's why I really tell you, my son, Reverend Moon, even if no one else knows me throughout the human history, so far, but you, my son, should know me, should know my situation, my agony, my wish. How can I save my children, all mankind? And you should never forget me under any kind of circumstance, even though you're facing some problems. You need to know my situation. You need to know my heart. How much I desperately hard to save all mankind. Please do not forget it. We need to apply same kind of the you know same kind of way. For example, our sub-regional leader five, Kevin Thompson. My son, Kevin, Reverend Kevin Thompson. If we, no one else knows me, only you should know me. When you never forget me under any kind of circumstance. Our Kevin Thompson gone through the prison life one year, you know, to protect through father. That's why when I hear his testimony, I am so grateful how he overcame, how he will love through father, through mother. Later on, through mother came to me, came to his wife and consoled him, comforted him while he was in prison. It is really incredible. We need to apply this principle. Angelica! My daughter, Angelica, even if no one else knows me, only you should know me. And you never forget me under any kind of circumstances. We can apply, you know, this kind of father's teaching. Father said, you must not forget your omniscient and omnipotent God is also pitiful God who clung to the father and pled. Pitiful parents cling completely, completely to their filial child. 
Heavenly Father doesn't have any choice. He, he needs to rely on me, rely on you, because we are the one who know God. We are the one who know divine principle through parents. That's why heavenly parents, heavenly parents, no other way. He needs to rely on me completely. He appeal me, please save my children. Many people do not know yet God's will. Many people do not know yet principle. Many people do not know yet Messiah already came. You have lived believing that. Father said, you were qualified to, to complain about me or criticize me. Father said, however, regardless of how difficult it became, I have never been able to complain about God. I never complained even as I was gradually being tortured to death in prison. But you guy as a prince of family and complain to me, complain to your mother, complain to your central figure. Wow. Father said, regardless of how difficult it became, I have never been able to complain about God. My dear brothers and sisters, Father said, the more I feel I am in pitiful position, the more I recognize that God is in a more pitiful and miserable situation than I. Oh, Father, Father's guidance is incredible, isn't it? It is really incredible. How can we deny it's the Messiah? Wow, oh, I am so grateful to our true Father teach us very clearly God's reality, God's situation. Okay, one more slide, please. We must be able to experience the infinite pain of our Father's heart, which has endured the anger of history up to this day. Then we must be able to say, have I not become the most filial son among all filial sons? the most filial daughter among all filial daughters who understand our father's heart the most? You have to stand proud as sons and daughters who comfort father, and I sincerely hope you can offer everything to him. I have been fighting for this since before you were born, and I will continue to live this way in the future. Thank you, Heavenly Hani. We must be able to experience the infinite pain of our father, which has endured his bitter heart of history up to this day. In the end, our ultimate goal is to liberate God's bitter heart. Even if I live in kingdom of heaven, let's say, if my parents are sorrowful, I, I will never have a true freedom and joy and peace or happiness. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, 
We need to advance with an attitude to become the most filial son among all filial sons and daughters throughout history who understand our father's sorrowful heart the most like our true parents. To become historical filial sons and daughters, we must carry our heavenly father's cross. We must carry our true parents' cross. In this age, I must take up true mother's heavy cross and make up my mind to protect our, our true mother. I need to comfort our true mother more than any other one. We need to have that kind of determin determination. Our mother already near to eight years old, working so hard as a son or as a daughter. How can we protect our true mother, comfort our true mother? My dear brothers and sisters, we have to stand proud as sons and daughters who comfort heavenly parents and true parents. And we must become those who can offer everything to them. Wow. I really learned so many things from true father, true mother. I am so much indebted to our father and true mother. Once again, let's become children who can experience God's infinite heart. Today, I cannot have used ministry time today because I don't have much time. Thank you very much, my dear brothers and sisters. God bless you today.